Hello, and welcome to Totally Buggin, the podcast about all things creepy crawly. We are your host organisms, Cami and Faith. Cami, do you ever wish you could be a Barbie girl in a Barbie world? Every single day. I loved playing with Barbies when I was a kid. Um, honestly, if you gave me some Barbies now, I probably would have a blast. Um, I love pink. So yes, I, I get the vibe. <laughs> I'm so excited for the for the new Barbie movie that Greta Gerwig is directing because she's one of my favorite directors. She did my favorite movie, Lady Bird. Um, I am so looking forward to it. So that's why I had the idea for us to pick out a couple of bugs that would fit in well with our with our Barbie dolls. I actually have like I maybe kind of a question. Did you hear that? the set of the Barbie movie had so much pink paint that it caused like a global pink paint shortage. I had not heard that. I don't know if it's true. It's just- Although, yeah, I'm very gullible about like, oh, if somebody tells me something about a, a movie, even if it's a oh, joke, I believe like, it. I believe, I believe it. it. Okay, so you know the Oppenheimer <laughs> movie that's coming out? No. It's like the guy who like invented the atomic bomb. Oh, and okay. So I saw like a tweet that was like, in hindsight, very obviously a joke, but it was okay. like, don't support the Oppenheimer movie. They set off a real nuclear bomb in the ocean for the movie. <laughs> and I believed it. And I told Max, I was like, I was like, Max, like, I can't believe they like were allowed to do that. Like they, they set up a real <laughs> nuclear bomb in the ocean. He's like, there's no way that's true. I was like, no, it's true. I saw it. And he's like, I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I was like, it was on Twitter. And then we checked it. I was like, okay, maybe I was mistaken and I was tricked by an obvious joke that that's I took really literally. Funny, <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, but I didn't hear about that. Yeah, apparently. I don't know if it's true, but kind of wouldn't surprise me with all the pink paint they would need, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I'm very excited for the movie. It's got something for everybody. It's got the it's live action Barbies for the girls. Mm-hmm. I did not know it was live action. A Margot until Robbie like, is Barbie. Yeah, until like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's got Ryan Gosling for the boys. Ooh, Ryan Gosling. I don't get the appeal of him, but Max is obsessed with this man. <laughs> he thinks he's so cool. I think it's just like a guy thing and we don't get it. No, I don't. I just look at him and I just see a man. I don't see anything like, like, ooh. He's definitely like, not yes, my this is a male. He's not my top pick, but Human like I can, I can understand that he's handsome. Nah. Nah. Teach their an, own. But anyway, today for our lovely listeners, we did a Barbie bug draft. So we each have our top three bugs that we researched and think would go perfectly well with the Barbie theme that we're having for our episode today. So, Cammie, what is your third pick? What is your third draft pick for the Barbie bugs? 
Bold. Okay, my third draft pick is <laughs> the pink leaf beetle. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does it look like? I sent you a picture. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. And we'll put pictures of all of these bugs on our Instagram. <gasps> oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very, very on theme. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the pink leaf beetle belongs to the family Persimelidae, mm-hmm. a diverse family with over 30,000 species. The larvae and adults eat all types of plant tissue and can be agricultural pests. The particular species that I have chosen to draft is Aspheria Aspheria quadrifacieta. It is pink and it is pretty. And therefore, it is a Barbie bug. Very pink, very pretty. I also love that she's a little problematic being an agricultural Mm -hmm. pest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's always a problematic character in Barbie movies. (laughs) <laughs> like there's the one girl that everybody's just like, why are you being the way that you are? <laughs> so that can yeah, be um, Oh, what was, did you watch like the Life in the Dreamhouse show when you were younger? Yeah. And like, what was that fairy... one girl who was like always a problem? <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember like the Fairytopia movies, the like Barbie mermaid movies. Mm-hmm. Those were my jam as a oh, child okay. I was a princess in the pauper girl and 12 dancing princesses those were my favorites I remember Rapunzel as well um I liked that one but that stupid rabbit and that stupid dragon like made me so irritated I don't like any of like the animal sidekicks in the Barbie movies from like the early 2000s when we were growing up they're so annoying the only that's, one that's why I can't I couldn't stand Island Princess because of that stupid elephant. No, you're right. With like the ridiculous eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I, so there's a scene in that movie where they all like fall off of a boat, like they get thrown overboard. Yeah. And I always wanted the elephant to sink. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, no, don't save her. <laughs> She's annoying. The only okay, the only Barbie sidekick sidekick that's any good is my man Bibble. Oh, Bibble is an honorable is my honorable mention. Bibble's a king. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he fly? I don't know. He's kind of bug like. Yeah, he could technically be considered an insect, and I love his no, voice. He couldn't because he only has no? four limbs. Oh, you're right. You're right. Bibble. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> he okay. just says random things. All right, let's get to our next one. Do you want to do your number three pick? My number three uh, pick for this draft is the rosy maple moth, also known as Oreocampa rubiculunda. Rubicunda. Rubicunda. Doing my best here. It's Latin. I have a list too. (laughs) It is a very fluffy pink plumy yeah pink and yellow moth it is a very pretty young lady and it just looks like happy like in a lot of the photos it's like holding up its front legs and it just looks happy um and the rosy maple moth is native to eastern u.s and canada living in deciduous forests in nearby suburban areas 
the males will be 3.2 to 3.4 centimeters and females will be a bit bigger, being 3.8 to 5 centimeters. And some fun facts, I have two. They are the smallest of the silk moths, so any other silk moths will be larger than them. And the adults do not feed at all. Only the caterpillars feed, but then once they pupate, they are just around for making other little rosy maple moths. Like, I believe it's uh, mayflies. Like they There's don't even lots have... of species that don't have mouth parts as adults. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if they don't have mouth parts. I just know they don't feed. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that was also my number two pick. Clearly, we Yay! did not do a good job of coordinating this. But um, I have a couple of things to add okay. in terms of information about the rosy maple moth. Mm-hmm. So there's actually two main hypotheses as to the reason why they have their coloration. Okay. The first one is that it might trick predators into assuming that the moths are poisonous. Because as we know, mm-hmm. a lot of very colorful, vibrant animals in nature are very, very poisonous. I could see that. Mm-hmm. So these moths aren't actually poisonous. They, it's just believed that their coloration might be a way to tr- kind of trick birds, which are their main predator, into mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, not worth the risk. Not going to be a good snack. Mm-hmm. And then the second hypothesis for why they have that coloration is that it might be to camouflage with maple leaves. Um, they prefer Ooh. maple and oak trees as a place to lay eggs and as food for the larvae. So the pink like and yellow that. coloring kind of can make it blend in a little bit with the maple leaves. Are they a little too vibrant, though, for maple leaves? Like, the aren't they more red and orange? Maybe? I don't know. Um, Yes, to an extent, but also if you had one of those moths in with a big bunch of maple leaves, it would you might be hard not be to able see. to pick it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not a perfect replication of a maple leaf, but you know, it's it, yeah, it could it's close help when a bird is flying by and it's not looking closely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. they prefer warmer climates from southern Canada all the way down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And don't worry if you see them in your trees, the leaves tend to grow back pretty quickly and their munchies are considered pretty harmless overall. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in addition to that, one more little fun thing about them is that mm-hmm. the caterpillars live in groups until their fourth instar where they become solitary. Aw, they have mm-hmm. buddies. Yep. So even though we accidentally picked the same bug, um, <laughs> I do have, I did have something to add. So yes, (laughs) not a total, not a total uh, mess up on our part. And I think, I think our other ones are definitely different. Yes. So my second draft pick is uh, something I have definitely talked about on the pod before. Um, The orchid mantis. Yes. I believe it was in the mimicry episode where we went Mm -hmm. over these in more depth. So when you're done with this episode, you should pause and go listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but nice the orchid plug, ma- <laughs> Nice plug, nice plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, the orchid mantis lives in the tropical forests of Southeast Asia, and by their name, they mimic the orchid flower and range in color 
from Pink to Brown, and they are a good example of sexual dysmorphism, which is dimorphism. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sexual dimorphism, when Mm -hmm. one gender of a species is much larger than the others. So for orchid mantises, the males are less than half the size of females. Think of a very small dog with a very big girlfriend, like a chihuahua and a German shepherd. It's like that. That's kind of cute. I know, right? It's like, good for you, buddy. And another fun fact is they can actually change their color from pink to brown according to the background color, like an octopus or a, what are they called? I had it in my head. Or a chameleon would. So that's my number two draft pick. They are very pretty. They are very pink. They are very on theme. That's interesting. I didn't know that they could literally like change color. I didn't know that either. Not until I researched them. I thought they were like different colors were maybe like different genotypes. Like having (laughs) blonde hair versus brown hair. Mm -hmm. But no, they can just change. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Number one. Oh, wait, should we do our honorable mentions first? Oh, yes, good idea. Okay, Bibble, obviously. Bibble. Mm-hmm. Um, then... I have another one. It's okay. the Peach Novius Ladybug. That's the one that I Ooh. was looking into, and it's cute, and I found pictures of it, but there was, like, no information about it online that wasn't, like, TikTok videos that were, like, oh, world's cutest bugs so I didn't want to like include that in my main yeah list because I really couldn't find much about it um it Peach seems Novius? like it does indeed exist but there was not good information about it at all so I didn't feel confident with adding that. um I don't see it on oh yeah it's a tiktok image yeah, but like all that's the other images. I, like, mm, I don't know. Maybe this is like an Alexandria's Genesis thing where I got tripped. <laughs> it's very cute, but I don't know. It's if cute, it's... but I don't know if it's real. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Here, let's see. Is Peach Novius Ladybug real? Yeah, the only thing I can find on it is on TikTok. Mm-hmm. There's a Novius cardinalis, Vidalia beetle, cardinal ladybird. They don't look the same, though. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I got tricked on that one. So that's why it's only an honorable mention. I think you got um, If someone, yeah, if someone did make it up, I mean, good job, I guess. I'm very <laughs> gullible, clearly. Like, good job. I, I got fall for, I fall for tricks. I get, tricked. I got, got. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my honorable mentions were the peacock butterfly, which is a very brightly colored butterfly with, um, orange and red accents, um, with two, no, sorry, four blue eye spots. And then my other one is the Picasso beetle, which um, has a very interesting color pattern. It's like a beige base, and then it has like 
red, blue, and black kind of layered spots and like curvy lines and squiggles. It very much looks like a Picasso painting. So it's aptly named. Okay. okay. Are you ready for the number one I have, I have one to add. Okay. So if we have Bibble on there, we have to add Dizzle too, which is Bibble's pink girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's the girl. <laughs> oh my God, she's so ugly. I know. <laughs> so Bibble and Dizzle. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't stop. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that thing is annoying. <laughs> it is. It doesn't say anything except like gibberish and bibble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to do your number one pick or mine first? Mm, I'll do mine first. So mine is the Roskate Skimmer which is a very pretty dragonfly uh, with dark brown eyes, a purple thorax, and then a bright pink abdomen. It's native to the Americas, extending from the U.S. all the way to Brazil, and it is also an introduced species to Hawaii. And it is only the males that are pink, actually, to attract their mates, the females um, are more brown with an orange stripe up their abdomen. They are 1.8 to 2.2 inches long and then have a 1.4 to 1.7 inch wingspan. The males are highly territorial against other males, which I found hissing, which I found interesting. And they live near open water normally. So like rivers, ponds, bogs, that kind of thing. So that's my number one draft pick. I thought it was very on theme. Okay, very cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so my number one draft pick mm -hmm. is the jewel caterpillar. Ooh, I feel like you've told me about this before. Yeah, so these caterpillars are, um, it's basically the entire uh, Dulceridae family. Mm -hmm. They're about they all tend to be about half an inch long and they're very colorful. They range in color mm -hmm. and live in neotropical regions, uh, especially Ecuador and other South American countries. Mm -hmm. They have a colorful bead-like gelatinous mass on their exoskeleton. Ooh. And the it's a goo, basically. And the goo is an anti-predator defense. It makes the caterpillar look much larger than it actually is. Oh. So predators take a bite out of the goo instead of the actual living insect. Cool. So it's like if somebody were chasing you and they grabbed the sleeve of your sweater. And so you and just it just pulled your sweater off, off and, <laughs> and kept running. Um, it's not toxic. The goo deters predators just by being sticky. Hmm. Um, they're also fuzzy and colorful in adult moth form. Oh, how cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right, in honor so those are our choices for our Barbie bugs. Barbie bugs. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totally Buggin. 
You can support Totally Buggin' by following us on your favorite podcast platform and sharing our episodes with your friends. We can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates, episode previews, and additional content. You can also message us on those sites to request episode topics. Our website is currently under construction, but it will be back up soon. Thank you.